hey, just need to let you know, your grandma has it, I have it, your aunt has it, we all have neuropathy. And I was like, we sleep with dead people? Like, what? Welcome back to another episode of Tangents. I'm joined today by fellow stand-up comedian Drew Schaefer. Drew, thank you for coming on, sir. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, man. So I I know, like I knew of you for a long time. Like I think we've met, you know, tangentially, tangents, mm-hmm. a couple times. But um, I really only like had a conversation with you for the first time like last, earlier this week, I think, actually. Yeah. Like yeah, Monday. that was the first time. Or like, Tuesday, I knew- yeah. Yeah, I knew of you. I'd seen you at Blacktop a few times. Mm-hmm. I think like a passing, like, "Hey, what's up?" But at not Mike's. even yeah, by exactly. name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the first time we ever talked. Yeah, and you know, I, I I'm really surprised that you came on. That uh, you know, I, I I was I was being very no, I don't know. I was just sort of going to some like random like tangent about uh, I don't know. Spencer was saying the N word again. Drew was like, "I gotta get on his <laughs> podcast. This is I gotta expand my brand." I. <laughs> You know, just that's my audience. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah, like that's 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 part of of entertainment. You got to find your audience, and I just haven't found it yet. Maybe I will I, soon. Soon, yeah. I was actually at the roast battle you just did last weekend. I was. Oh yeah. In, I wrote jokes about all of you competitors, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. going to say that uh, tangents sounds like how you describe anybody who's not white. <laughs> I love that. Tangents. That's hilarious. That's a wait. Oh, I, that's a, that's how you write a roast joke. Okay, I thought you just kind of say that your opponent got molested by his father, and that's I've, like I've, I, I. I've lost so many roast battles to people who just say stuff like that that it pisses me off. It yeah. should be a joke. It should be like reference to something from your life. So yeah, your podcast. And I see, and I try. See, that's how I try. I tried with because I think it was because he he does. I want to. For those who don't know, like last week I was in a roast battle against another comic named Jake Risley, and I don't know him like, at all. I really met him for the first time and had a conversation at the roast battle. So I'm trying to write jokes about this dude that I have no idea about. And also, all of his pictures online have him with his curly, goofy yep. hair down. So he looks like you know, like off-brand workaholics, like store-brand yeah. workaholics. Like that was gonna be my first joke. Was like you look like the you know the Safeway brand of yeah. like the workaholics dude or something to that effect. And then he puts his hair up like he's a goddamn like you know uh, like working in a cafeteria or some shit like that. Yeah, so I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know, but he has a podcast where the joke of it or like i guess the bit of it or something was that he convinces his dad that he has friends uh cuz the podcast is called Jake has friends and you know i was like okay that's what that's a, the level of like cuz of, of much i can do i don't know i think hopefully through hope god he wasn't molested by his dad <laughs> or that would have made the joke better i don't know that, yeah no his dad's a cop so oh not, probably yeah not molested just shot no, just beat yeah just times. beat yeah. yeah no i yeah. mean it's 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 just regular violence, not sexual violence, which yeah, I think no. is I, I probably preferred. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all had a little bit of the the actual physical violence. We all turned out 
mostly okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're more you're more likely. Oh God, don't go down this tangent. You're more yeah. likely to like <laughs> what is it? Abusers always abuse, but like I feel like most people that just had a parent that hit them, which they um, luckily I didn't really have uh, parents that hit. They, they tried spanking me once, mm-hmm. and I don't know. My mom, you know, she's just like a. Classic like MSNBC like liberal wine mom like I felt yeah. bad like I didn't like because so, it's like 1990 or whatever yeah. when she's reading this shit so this is like the beginning beginning of um, close to the peak of like that um that's not self help but it's like gurus of like how to yeah. raise your kids how to take your self esteem blah 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 and not so much self esteem generation but just particularly like books about how to improve intangible aspects of you like it's never like it's never you do see books like how to lose weight but it's more so like books on how to be less of a pushover versus like books on how to get buff because it's kind of like if you need a if you need a book to like figure out like okay eat well exercise lift muscle lift heavy things that will be muscle like you don't really need a whole book of course you can go into much more like kinesiology is an entire branch of like medical Mm -hmm. like therapy because it's very much it's much more intricate than just lift things get big muscle but no one is going to barnes and noble looking for a book to get buff if they're like well i mean i want to know more about like you know the 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 protein absorption of the muscles and like how that (laughs) works like no one's doing that no No. one's doing that no back then there just wasn't the internet like now it's no. everything's on the internet so i mean before because i'm 1991's when i was born so i'm mm-hmm. 30 and it's like yeah before that they just did whatever they thought was okay and they just made shit up like my mom still she was a smoker mm-hmm. and i would get ear infections all the time because i was just very sensitive to the mm-hmm. smoke and it would really? clog okay. up my ears and she thought the way to kill the bacteria in my ear would be blow smoke into my ear and put a cotton ball in. She's like, and then it'll just sit in there. It'll kill everything. Then take the cotton ball out and then everything will be dead. And I'm like, what sort of backwoods like country hick shit is this? I think it's absolutely insane now that that she's chief of surgery at Reno medical hospital. It's insane. I don't know what's going on. Like when she said that, yeah, I was like, I was like, well, I mean, she knows the Surgeon General pretty well from those packs of cigarettes. She just very well. I have written correspondence from the Surgeon General (laughs) every day on me at all times. Yeah, I know what to do. I'm a medical doctor. That's what it felt like. Like she just, and it's because like my grandma was from backwoods, Missouri, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. very like country, don't Mm -hmm. know, but you just pass along this stuff, and it's like then the internet came out was like that's not even kind of true like no at all no but then on the bright side they also get shit that's even wildly more untrue that gets like get some traction which i think is great i think that's how i should try and get like growth of the podcast just start perpetuating like massive like fraudulent lies invent the new anti-vax invent the new one like i don't want to you know get on that bandwagon that's passe but i think i got to figure out ways i think we should invent new things to like become gurus and self-help people yeah, what you, I mean, Doctor Oz. That's how he did it. So. Oh my God, he might. He really should just come out with Doctor Oz's snake oil. Like it's it's it, it is this at this point, it's getting fucking ridiculous. Like, I think when he started, like I don't really know. I wasn't a huge watcher, but my mom loved Oprah, so I would see mm-hmm. like I would 
get little tidbits of these people like in the beginning when they were starting out when you know oprah just made him famous like dr phil yeah um uh, dr oz i think there's a couple more i think there was a couple more people that kind of got them but those are the big ones but dr oz i remember like when he had his own show for a couple years and then the mm -hmm. doctor craze every other show on the middle of the day was you know podiatrist telling you how to like live a better life like okay yeah but it's like the doctors and it's like okay you are like you're a clinical researcher which is great or like you are what, what am i saying they're not clinical researchers no. i want i really i would actually i wonder what their credentials are of that show called was it yeah. the doctors where it's like the a doctors, round table yeah. discussion where it's just four very attractive people talk to morbidly obese people about their gout like it's just yeah. it's it's like that level because uh, that's what we want. No one wants an ugly. Well, actually, I don't know. Do you want an ugly doctor, or would you think would you be more? Would you feel like in better hands if your doctor was at least naturally more handsome, not like Ooh. gussied up? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm conflicted because, like, for whatever reason, when I see a good-looking person, I'm like, they're making good decisions. Like, they mm -hmm. worked for those good looks. Like in mm -hmm. my head, mm -hmm. it isn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were born like that. But on the other hand, like an, an ugly doctor is somebody who has nothing going for them. Like. This is the only thing they can do. So, right. oh, that's tough. All of my doctors have been pretty cool and more attractive. So I think I'm, I lean that way. So yeah, I hey. love the doctor's TV show, I think. Yeah, just, just say it out loud, Drew. You don't want an ugly doctor. No, I don't either. No. I don't want an ugly doctor. All goes to the back, man. Like, I don't care, like, how long you've been doing it. I want, you know, this hot lady who looks, you know, like, basically like every kind of 40 she has like that judge janine piero type of <laughs> yeah. look where it's like you're maybe like italian american but you're just super tan because from the yeah. tanner but you just talk like you've been raised on toity toy street like yeah. that level of like we get it dude you're from one of the fucking boroughs and no <laughs> one funny. outside of them likes you for that <laughs> like yeah. it's like that level i i feel like that's the only place in America, at least, where it's not as annoying in general to be like that is your personality. Like I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. Like no, yeah. like, I'm a St. Louisan. Step off, bitch. Kansas yeah. City. Like I mean, maybe you have like interstate rivals like Kansas City mm -hmm. and like in St. Louis or yeah. the Dakotas and at whatever level. But like, it, don't get me wrong, it's stupid. No matter like where you're from, to just take pride like it's some sort of yeah a badge of honor but where you're from but i don't know what i don't know is how we got here but oh well it's tangents yeah uh, i actually wanted to say like the only time you should have an ugly doctor is like a urologist like a yes. urologist or yes. like for a prostate exam i want yes. like if i'm naked in front of them them mm -hmm. to be like mm -hmm. envious of me like exactly. them be like oh yeah. like that's really great i wish mine looked <laughs> like that like oh my god i would Oh, that that see now that's where I'm conflicted. Like I don't yeah. know. Do I want a doctor who's like no reaction or like nice? Like yeah. very like muted, subtle reaction. Not like, oh shit! Yeah. Look at that dick. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> something and, like just oh. <laughs> and do you, and do you want a male or a female doctor for those sort of oh, things? Oh definitely, like, definitely male. I can't okay. like, I, I talk a big game. I talk a yeah. big game, but I can't I would be mortified, embarrassed in my like I had like, you know, uh oh my pee pee. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would be I'd like a big game, like aha, uh -huh, I'm I, I like to say stupid shit on my podcast, but I can for a fact, 
say that I want a male doctor. Ju- I, sorry, I want a male urologist. I yeah. want a. I want a handsome male urologist. I don't want no uggos touching my cock. Like that's. I mean, <laughs> that's your what's line. the yeah. yeah? What's the point? Like, why would you? Why would you have ugly people touch your genitals? That's that's I, not. Yeah. Well, I mean, because in a doctor's <laughs> office is what I mean specifically. Yeah. I mean, I, come on. Yeah, I like a, I like a guy because he'll understand. You're like, it's a cold room. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. it is what it is. He's like, yep. I get it. Grower, yep. not a shower. You're fine. Like, hey, man, this thing, the central air is always at 68, man. You're yep. good. Like, no matter what time of year, I get it. Like, don't worry, buddy. Just yeah. let's get let's get through this together. When I played football my freshman year, it was the first time I had to get the physical and mm. remember the turn your head and cough. Like, yeah. I was terrified. Like. It was a female doctor. It was just mm-hmm. at a clinic because mm-hmm. we were too poor to go to an actual doctor. I don't yeah, think yeah. I even had a doctor. And she was like, I'm going to leave the room for five minutes so you can get ready. And she like left and she had to go get a second person. She was like, I have to get a witness. You can get ready. I was like, get ready. I was like, do I have to like have it ready? And so I like just sort of just tossed around for a few seconds, just like, okay. Tossed like, around, so, like kind of slapped like, it around a little bit. Like, around, not like, hard, but just yeah. kind of like a little bit of blood flow. Yeah, just enough. I was like, is that what she's talking about? Like, I was so confused by the whole thing. And then having two people have to watch the entire thing. Like, I didn't even watch. I turned my head, like, the entire time. She's like, you don't have to turn your head yet. I'm like, I don't want to watch the two of you staring at this. Oh my yeah, God. it's because they were like, yeah, so nobody would get in trouble. They had to have a witness. So that's okay. You, you, so you answered my question. So it was really more yeah. as like a witness. It wasn't like a medical thing. It was a liability thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not right. like two doctors have to be like, I'll watch the left one. You write. Yeah, watch right. right one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look at that yeah. massive dick. Like, yeah. hey, hey, Jim, get in here. Oh, my yeah. God. Look at this kid's cock. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was just like, I was, and I was 13. And that's like the height of you being like, Oh, I'm a tough guy. I gotta mm-hmm, be like the mm-hmm. best man. Like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. worst time. Like so embarrassing of a situation. And oh then I just God. stopped playing football because football was the one where they like enforce the physical rule. But mm-hmm. the other sports, they're like, as long as you've had one, you don't have to keep getting physicals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God. Right. I can't. I can't take my PPO every year. Yeah. I was I like, can't I can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. And, yeah. There was, and there was just like the kid who drank the weird milk. There was one kid who walked around naked after every football practice it's like dude what is wrong with you like he would shower after practice every single day and it's like you're the weirdo right like i i feel like look i if that was me well one i i envy that guy's i i would i don't know if i would call it confidence well i guess you can call it confidence Confidence. oh it's definitely confidence but maybe to a to, to a level to where it's like okay i don't know maybe but uh but I don't know, man. Again, same as doctors, but if you're gonna walk around naked, like you better be pretty good looking. Like I don't yeah. want I don't want no ugly people hawking around <laughs> naked. Like I had to share so I my freshman year of high school, I had to share um the lockers. Uh, well at least there was like I had to share a locker with one of the uh the special ed kids. And it's not really like okay. a joke or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um what the problem was i was, I was i'll say it's probably the problem was is that like the last like three months of the year like the school year so like mm-hmm. yeah basically once it starts getting warm basically what they did for pe every day was just go in the pool like just go swimming it's good gotcha. it's fine it's fine but like um you know when you're on the spectrum there's not much of like an idea of okay maybe maybe when this kid's sitting right here me 
I should like keep my cock away from his face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. was like, I mean, you know, I was nice about it. I touched it a couple times. Just be nice. You know, I'm a polite man. You know, I'm a polite, I'm a polite person. I, I don't want, I, I don't want people to feel, you know, I don't want people to lose face. <laughs> but after like the fifth or sixth time, I'm like, coach, like you got to Come on, man. Like talk to him. This kid's pecker slapping me every day and I'm about yep. to go to lunch and I'm just not hungry after I get like sexually traumatized. Yeah. I'm not. I'm that, not... Was, that was the worst part about working out in college because there mm-hmm. would be the old men who used the college gym because it was fancy, had the pool, had the like massive like acre wide whatever gym facility. And literally you would just walk into the locker room, there'd be naked dudes just like old dudes, never young guys, like never young guys, just the old guys. And it was like, my brother and I had to come up with a code to each other to like, be like, Hey, on your right, you're about to walk into a naked guy. Like we literally would like have keywords. So we knew, and it was, mm-hmm. it was just so weird. And I was like, I get it. Like you've, you've lived a long time. Like you earned it the right to walk around, I guess, but I don't deserve that. Like, I don't, yeah, deserve, I, to, I don't deserve this punishment. It. I don't deserve yeah. this punishment. I, was, I deserve <laughs> I deserve to be able to look straight ahead, not the yeah. floor. Like, I don't want to stare at your grizzly old cock. Yeah. And there was one, he was literally doing naked push-ups in the locker room right in front of my locker. So I had to be like, <clears throat> excuse me. And he like oh stood up. I was God. like, why? And then the other worst one was a guy literally standing there naked, but he was wearing a t-shirt and socks. And I was like, what order are you getting dressed in? That yeah, is like not... opposite order. That's literally <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. Underwear, shorts, then you can do shirts and socks, whichever order. I don't give a shit after that. But like literally, like I did not understand. He was just walking around Winnie the Pooh with socks. I'm like That's absolutely insane. Yeah. I, I, I was I, Jesus Christ. I Yeah. The mental images, dude. Like I know it's like a it, I know it's a very hack joke. Like when you mentioned people like in uh, locker rooms, like saggy nutsacks, but dude, yeah. it's so fucking real. Like I've yeah. seen when you were talking about naked pushups, like I was just imagining just like, like warm Play-Doh getting pulled up off the ground. Cause it's like, Oh, oh it's just, cause it's like, yeah. you know, it's touching the ground, you know, he doesn't got the arm strength he's anymore. Nice so and, he just, yeah. He's getting nice and low. Yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of like the, um, like when someone dangles a tennis ball in the garage, it's like, you know yep. how far, like you don't go any farther than that. Like that's, once your nuts touch the ground, you've realized like, okay, this is a good place to just to stop. That's full. Yeah. That's full extension on exactly. the, on the push yeah. up. Otherwise that's, you're hyperextending and that's how you get injured. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'm, no. I'm not a doctor, but that's, that's injuries yeah. 101. Yeah. I, what I love about that is like, we have the guy's perspective, but I've been watching this sketch show written by women starring women. Mm-hmm. And for them, it's apparently women after 40 do the same thing. And it's like just tits everywhere. Women, yeah, just, yeah. It's just like giant no shame bush, anymore. tits everywhere. Yeah. I can imagine yeah. that. And I was like, okay, so it's not just men, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, once you just hit a certain age, it's like just naked old people in locker rooms and you just have to deal with it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to give this, I will give that to women, but to women only. Like, because look, we, we, man, we don't have to like spend our whole lives like looking pretty, at least to the extent as to which the women do. So, you know what? Once you turn X age, you, women can determine it like it's not i i abstain from my vote y'all determine yeah. the correct age where it's just tits out guns out tits out okay mm-hmm. i mean because it's you you earned it ladies yeah. you earned it i'm still to this day i like in high school for sure like 
if I had to change clothes, I would go in a bathroom stall to change. Like I've oh I've, totally. Like totally. I, I'm trying to figure out if I. I know, hate even, my body. Yeah, <laughs> I get I'm, it. I'm like I'm never naked in a gym locker room. Like I'm either in a a stall or I just like leave like the Under Armour shorts I'm wearing or my boxers, whichever I'm working out in that day. I just leave those on. Like I show up with whatever I'm going to wear for the workout and I leave in the same thing, even if it's sweaty and gross. I'm like, I'm not getting naked in front of strangers. Like, Oh, I always leave the gym in the clothes I came in. Fuck that. I'm not one of these people. Yeah. I'm like, I'll strip down to my underwear, but nothing further. I'll change shorts. I'll put on a clean shirt. Like, but underwear stays the same. I'm not getting Mm -hmm. naked in front of people. Like, no, it's always been weird to me. I'm sure that's something a therapist would love to break down someday. Oh, they would love that. Cause it would take more than one session. It would take, yeah. It's something where it's like, you can't figure out like, where is this self-hatred coming from? Let's, yeah. let's find out. Cause yeah. there's nothing worse than a medical professional or any way, doctor or whatever, having like uh, a puzzle to solve. Like, especially, yeah. especially in my, in my opinion, especially with like, with doctors or physicians, yeah. because they're all like the, like the nursing, like the caregiving side's all like separate. It's all just mm-hmm. like clinical, like there's a bug, there's something wrong with this machine and we can figure yeah. it out. It's very like, you know, house is an exaggeration of that, but it's very, in my experience, doctors are very like cold because, because mm-hmm. they kind of have to be. And nurses yeah. are usually more just in these what do you call it binary terms like they're usually more like caregiving but the point is there's nothing worse than one of these cold calculating physicians with and then finding a jigsaw puzzle in you to solve Mm -hmm. like that happened to me dude because like i ended up costing like almost two thousand fucking dollars for some heart condition that never actually existed like i it was i went I turned 30 and I was, mm-hmm. I think it was just like, I was, I, I think it was like, I was just like doing keto and drinking water. Cause I was peeing a lot. And it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. My grandfather was diabetic. Like my grandmother was di- like the diabetes in my family. People die. Oh shit. I'm peeing mm-hmm. a lot. It's gotta be like, you know, yep. and that's, that's my neuroticism. It's just like, Oh, something's wrong with me. And mm-hmm. so I just go in for a physical, like, you know, 30 years old and the, yeah. they, they just do everything, you know, blood work. Uh, mm-hmm. they did like, um, all the stuff. And then the last thing they did was uh, 30 second EKG. Just like, you know, let's just, just to yeah. make sure. And the doctor is like, Hmm, you know, it, it kind of looks, it looks good. Like I tried to actually do make a bit about this, but mm-hmm. I, I was too much of a, I'm still a baby comic, but um, it's too long to like make it into like, I need more jokes right now. I'm not in, I'm yeah. not a storytelling comic yet. I need jokes. Yeah. Like no one wants to listen to some like baby comic. Like, well, you know, I had a story that took five minutes to tell. Yeah. But like what I wanted to make the joke out of was like this interaction I had with the doctor. Cause he came in and he, the reason why he had like this apprehension was he's like, you have like, you have an abnormally or like atypically, I forgot the language, but like you have a lower than normal heartbeat. And hmm. like, and I was like, well, how, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you mean by that? And he's like, you have a heartbeat of like an Olympic athlete. And he literally looks at me, double takes. And it's like, so we think that we got to do a couple more tests. Yeah. Like, so like, that's what I've, I tried to, that's the interaction that I would do as a bit. But, um, that literally did happen basically like that. Like he was double, t- uh, took, took, t- waited a pause and like, mm, no, that's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's run the test again. 
Yep. So then, so then it's like, and I have insurance, but like, you know, it's fucking, you know, it's insurance to your fucking employer. Yeah. It's it's dog shit. It's dog shit. Like you, if you, you know, if you're shot, thank God I have this type of insurance. So it doesn't have to be like 50 grand to not die. But so then it comes all like the cardiac stuff. So then I wear like one of those EKG things for, I think Mm -hmm. it was a week. Like, I think I had it for a week. I couldn't shower. It was so fuck. I hated Oof. it, dude. It was so, I didn't, sh- I couldn't shower for a fucking week. It was so Jeez. gross. Had it on. Then I went and submitted the tests and the doctor was looking at it. And it's like, hmm. well, it was the same type of reaction. Like, well, I mean, it kind of looks, but then this looks weird. And like, I have no idea. Like, oh, this peak and this valley look different. Like, I don't mm-hmm. fuck. I, there's no like context for me to understand this. And again, yeah. I'm talking to a, a literal like scientist who just found like a jigsaw to, to, to figure exactly. out. So like, yeah, uh, it's just like, oh, they just throwing a bunch of jargon at me. And the nurse was, thank god the fucking nurse was like explaining like okay so you're basically you're dying like not but it was from what he's saying it's like so this is you know we think that your heart this and that and he's like pointing at stuff but then even more fucking tests and i'm now now it starts to be comical like the the actual test because i'm doing the the the, the treadmill and stuff like that and they do one so like i've never seen this type of test before so they lay you on your side okay um, and uh, they do like uh, it's basically like a, a cardiogram. Oh, sorry, it's like a where they do that with um, a sonogram, like with pregnant women. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a sonogram of an your heart. Yeah. yeah, an ultrasound of like it's like a cardio echo mm-hmm. ultrasound, something like that. Yep. So I'm like sitting on my side and stuff like that, like all contorted, and she's like putting this um, like it was so weird, and she's like looking at it, and I can see my heart. But dude, there's nothing creepier than hearing your own heartbeat. By the way, no. It's weird. Oh, oh. And then, so after all this, this costs like after, I almost said after taxes, after insurance, like mm-hmm. almost two grand, closer Oof. to two than one five. So, Oof. and after all that, and of course I have to pay all these fucking bills. They're like, we have no payment plan for this, but just pay up motherfucker. Like, okay, mm-hmm. great. I make night. I don't make this fucking money. But, yeah. But, and then after all that, the doctor is like, okay, well, it looks like you just kind of have a little bit normal, a little bit lower than average heart rate, but you could also lose some weight. Have a good one. <laughs> like that oh was God. it. I've never spent $2,000 to be told like, hey, you're kind of fat. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. I had something really weird. Just like that. When I was uh, eighth grade, I passed out in the middle of church. Like we stood up towards the end for something. I just collapsed into the pews in front of us. And they're like, oh my God, what's going on? And they like ran my blood the next day. And my liver enzyme level was like 13 times what it was supposed to be. Like, they're like, oh, it should be about seven. Yours is 91. Jesus and I was Christ. Like, is that like, what is that? What does that do? And they were like, we don't know. Like we need more tests. And so same thing they did like, they did the ultrasound of like my liver and I got to listen to it growl which was kind of cool. They're like, yeah, your liver, there's like a, something that runs through it and we're going to hear the sound of it. She's like, don't laugh. It's going to sound like a lion roaring. And it was so cool. It was so loud. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. The heart, they did my lungs, everything was like normal and they couldn't figure it out. And then they sent me down here to Sacramento. So Mm -hmm. I was up in 
outside of Reno and they sent mm-hmm. me down to Sacramento to some children's hospital thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically the doctor was like, I can't see anything wrong. We did another blood draw. Everything's back to normal. I just think you have IBS. And I was like, what? Like that doesn't cause you to pass out. And she was yeah. like, well, I mean, that's the only thing that I can see that you have. Like literally she went from, I don't know what this is to, well, something I do know you have is IBS. And it was like, the fuck, I am not here to talk about my goddamn bowels, woman. Yeah. I was I'm, like, no, everybody feels like shit after they eat food. And she's like, no, that's if you ever eat high fat foods, take one of these pills. And it, I mean, to this, like I did that for six months and I got over it and I like never even care anymore. Like, I don't know if I just got over it or if she was just wrong and was giving me a fake diagnosis. But yeah. hey, if, if you're listening right now, listeners. I want you to hear it from us first. Do not trust what your doctor is telling you. <laughs> doctors, right? yeah, doctors are full of shit. I they're don't know full you, of shit. If you, they're just guessing, honestly. Like, oh, totally. I, I got, I got both vaccines. I believe, like, they're trying their best, but they still don't know stuff. Like fifty years, like more than fifty years ago, in the fifties, women mm-hmm. still weren't allowed to run marathons Jesus because Christ, yeah. doctors doctors actual doctors said if a woman ran a marathon her uterus would fall out oh my god Jesus! they said the stress of the repetitive up and down movement it would cause their uterus to dislodge and fall out of their body <laughs> doctors oh my said god. that i'm like um yeah no that only happens when you have really good sex so that's yeah they're wrong i i, I can say that i've never experienced that I can oh, tell. All I've, the time. I've asked my women. I've asked. I've had my. I was in my women. I've asked my harem <laughs> how <laughs> how it goes in the bedroom, and they're always you know very bored. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to handle a harem of women. I don't think I. I, I don't. I don't have like one. I don't have the game to even like get a harem of women without mm-hmm. like like it would have to be. Like when I say threat of violence, I mean like because I'm like a sultan of like a different like warring nation. Yeah. Like I'm coming. I'm literally being carried by six people in like a cart. Like it's yeah. that kind of like. Oh, do I want to be 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 beheaded? Yeah. Or, or like that's the only way I could ever get a harem. Like yeah. I I one time like juggled two girls for like two weeks, and it was bad. It was uh, bad. And it like doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I, I, look, I know like every guy says this after like a bad relationship or encounter or whatever with a woman, but like one of them Mm -hmm. was legit like crazy. Like she, like I was getting like violent voicemails on my phone. It was crazy. We had sex once. Like we knew each other. Like we had known each other for a while, but like as, Mm friends but like you only saw them it, party friends like you yeah. saw them you never saw them sober uh um, yep. it was just like that kind of quote friendship but then yeah. like we were one night like we were at a bar like with a bunch of other people we went back to her place blah 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 and then like it just so happened like i was seeing someone else like seeing but you know uh, whatever it was someone else at the time so like i felt like the big man on campus for like four hours i think maybe mm-hmm. like the next day the next day yeah. and it's like you know you're not answering blah 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 duh, 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 duh. Whew. like i i i it and then it got progressively and progressively more violent like it was Ugh, like why I, I, I don't under, look i i said stupid shit 
uh, in like in messages to people when I was a teenager, like in high school, like I sent yeah. dumb shit over MySpace to people. Yeah. Like it, specifically to like, you know, you broke my heart. I hate you. <laughs> it was, it was never like, yo, you're a dumb bitch. I, uh, it was always just yeah. like really like beta cuck, like, beta yeah. Beta, oh God. But like very, <laughs> very tight that to that effect. But I can't imagine like being older, like our age and still no. like putting stuff I mean, it wasn't in and this is you know six seven years ago but still like we yeah. were like mid-20s yeah like, no i i couldn't even imagine i i had it in high school my senior year i had two girls it was one weekend speech and debate mm-hmm. there was the girl that i was doing a partner like a duo acting thing with mm-hmm. and then there was a girl who i was just interested in mm-hmm. and it was like almost like a fight between them all weekend to see Ooh. who would get me and then the girl who i was partners with uh, we made it to finals and she forgot half the script. Like she just like, she had never been to finals before and she like got really nervous and just jumped to the second half of the script, like almost instantly. And I was like trying to bring it back and she couldn't do it. And so we went like, it's supposed to be 10 minutes. We went four and a half and like very obvious. And as soon as that happened, I was like, well, she can't handle the pressure of dating me. So and I was like, for whatever reason, I was like, yeah, I was like, there's no pressure dating me. So, I, yeah, I went for the other girl and that was a bad decision. She that, uh, that. she broke up with me after I cried at Definitely Maybe, that Ryan Reynolds movie. Oh, I cried wow. at the end and she didn't. And it got very awkward. And the next day at school, she was just like, yeah, maybe we're not meant to be dating. And I was like, oh, my God, dude, I th- that's it. Th- I get that because if the if the because the disparity is fine if it's if it's complementary of one another like with, yeah. with me and my fiance like it's I am like the emotional wreck of the two of us like I am the gotcha. one who emotionally react at least like crying or stuff like that or yeah. blah 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 she is very like I don't want to talk about my feelings like look I get it he used to beat me let's not I mean but yeah like um jokes but I I'm always the one like crying after a movie or like just having a or that's just like a tender oh god it's like a tender moment it's usually or or those inspiration those fucking inspiration porn things you see i i refuse i actually get mad when i see those now because they used to they used to be very well they still are they still are very effectual they still affect me a lot it's just the the affect is different but i mean it was it was always i get i get mad now when i see you know <laughs> local football team like let's you know this make a wish kid like but he's like three yeah like get, and I, I i understand like i'm not gonna be that guy to like don't do it it's yeah. just like i would going back to what we we're talking about earlier like i love to be the center of attention but only for like mm-hmm. that specific granular type of yeah. attention like i don't want mm-hmm. it like I don't want to be like, you know, if I want to eat change. I want to eat change in private. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it with <laughs> other people. I don't know if you watch SNL or not, but it was probably like six or seven seasons ago. Mm. They had a, a thing where Bobby Moynihan, the chubby little guy, like shows up back at home and he's like a high schooler. He's like, mom, dad, I had the greatest football game ever. And he's all excited about it. And he's telling them about it. And then suddenly you see on the TV behind them that it's like, uh, local idiot child allowed to score a touchdown and it's him and they're like in this inspirational story he's so dumb and they did this and he's like 
what? And it's just the moment of like, oh no, like what if they realize like we just pity them? Like we're like, oh, you're so lame, we have to do this for you. Oh man. You see that that's exactly what that's exactly it though. That, yeah. That's a really good sketch. But like it's it's the it's the pity. Like yeah. I I don't know about you, um, because actually wait, you've been doing how long? Like four or five years? Doing stand up? Yeah. Uh, Eight years. Eight now. years. Okay. Yeah, way so too long. Completely way not what long. I what I thought. Okay. No, way too long. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably. I mean, two years is way too long. It's just you know, mental illness. Who wants to be mentally ill their whole lives? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's that's what it is. Yeah. It really it really, is. I mean, hey, I feel like when you're around people, you can start to you know mimic their personality and traits. Yeah. And that's why I I don't know if you noticed there's so many times, like even Tuesday night at Laughs Unlimited, where mm -hmm. I was just like on my own or Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. somewhere else. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't want to lock in with these people that are like blackout drunk before the show even starts. And that's how they're going to perform. I'm like, oh, this is tough. Like, I don't know who to hang out with. Like, Mm -hmm. which, yeah, which mental illness group do I want to be with? Yeah, exactly. Do I want addiction or do I want like, do I, do I just want to depression. keep my healthy depression? Exactly. Like I, yeah. I'm already walking in there with depression. It's a healthy sense of nihilism. Let's yeah. not walk out with a crippling opiate addiction. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh God, I can't imagine. I can't fucking imagine. I, I started in Reno and there's a few comedians that, yeah, they started and you could tell it was just anxiety and they wanted like friends and somewhere to fit in. And then it's like, you got to know how to like, draw a line for yourself like oh yeah it's fine to hang out with like me i'm anxious and a little depressed mm-hmm, hang out with some mm-hmm. other anxious and depressed people who are joking about it yeah but when exactly. you're like oh yeah let's shoot up heroin and forget about our problems it's like no yeah not that yeah i was talking to a comic the other day actually at that mic the laughs the, the laugh show yeah. and like i i make suicide jokes all the time like just oh i mean all the time relative to making suicide jokes, like a healthy amount, a healthy amount of suicide <laughs> yeah. jokes. Um, but help, help, just for the record, there's a TikTok where it's like the healthy amount is zero. Um, what? Zero suicide. Yeah. Wow. Way to gatekeep mental health TikTok. Right. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Every time I think about that. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, the therapist was like, how, how often do you think about suicide? And I said, Oh, the normal amount. And the therapist was like, the normal amount is zero. Like, is it though like i feel like you can think about suicide and not be ideation or however you pronounce and, it yeah that's can, what i've always said like yeah we've all like obviously the thought when you're standing on the edge of something like look down be like i could jump that would be cool like yeah we all have those but it's like yeah if you're like literally like oh well here's my best knife and here's mm-hmm, the bathtub mm-hmm, and yeah like that's where it's like oh that's yeah, when talk, it, yeah. talk to somebody that's when it gets real tricky like i remember i actually had i don't know if i talked about this in the show i actually had so um was just a couple months ago like i was going off of uh, some antidepressants that i was taking mm-hmm. and i had never had a bad reaction to taking or going off of antidepressants yeah. before but like i remember like because i didn't have a lot to because usually i recommend to taper off like over a week or two yeah like, i only mm-hmm. had enough to taper off of one week yeah and, um so like it was fucking rough, dude. And I and to my point, to your point of like the, like the I remember at one of the last couple of days where I felt like there's something, I'm still like withdrawal symptoms of it. There was a little, one legitimate moment where it's like, let's just fucking do it. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. But it's like that. That's when it gets starts getting weird. But yeah. you know, if you see something on television, it's like 
you have to think about it. Like it's that yeah. Louis C.K. joke where it's about like you know you made me you don't like was it like the N word or some like bad like slur words where it's like you made me don't say N word you made me think it oh, like it's yeah. that like it's that type of like okay. I'm thinking about suicide because I just saw someone kill themselves. Like I'm watching 10 reasons why or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> that one. Yeah. That one was graphic. Like mm. Netflix very quickly was like, Oh, that's actually like, we have to not show the, the actual suicide scene anymore. Cause like I watched it and I was like, Oh, like it's, stuck with me i still even you saying that yeah 13 reasons why like 13 okay ugh. yeah i hadn't actually ugh. even seen it like i don't worry it sounds like it's something we shouldn't rehash but like like it, it, it is it is when it's i guess seeing people in that particular moment like mm-hmm. it, it is kind of like it's i don't know it's like i i can't think of the 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 right word but it's like you're if it's told right like it's very scary like, and I don't yeah. get scared by non like boo type things in movies, yeah. but it's like, if it's told well, you're like, oh shit, you understand, you can kind of empathize with that. Yeah. What is the word? Like futility. Like when you're yeah. thinking like, there's no, there's no recourse, there's no hope. No. Like, so like that, that's when it's like, oh Jesus Christ. When it gets really like, well, that's when I, going back to a point earlier, that's when I start breaking yeah. down or something like, oh my God, yeah. like this poor person. And then I try to figure out a way to make a joke about it because I'm uncomfortable yeah. with my feelings. Okay. Right. That's, that's why we're comedians. Like it's we exactly can't deal with why it. we're comedians. I'm literally like the change I've just made the last month in comedy. Mm. It's just like admitting the feelings and admitting the fears, the like weird thoughts that I have. And it's like, it's scary to even do that. But now it's totally. like almost like therapy for me that I'm up there on stage, like talking about like, Oh yeah, I'm so repressed from being religious that I can't even watch I can't even watch porn because I'm like God's watching. Like yeah. there's like I'm like this is stuff that's my real feelings. I should be talking about with a therapist probably, but if I can make it funny and make myself laugh, then maybe I'll be okay with it. See, that's the type of quote therapy that people say like when it's therapeutic to be on stage because that's yeah. true, one hundred percent. What you just said, and I'm speaking yeah. like I'm speaking like I'm, I have any sort of fucking <laughs> uh, ethos or credibility on the subject, but like because I just in the like two years that I've been doing stand up, like mm-hmm. I've seen people go up there and treat it like a therapy session, and I want to shoot yeah. myself, like I want to, yeah. I want to kill myself, and I hope that they're on the same trajectory as the bullet like because they they put me in that situation and they yeah. they got to go down too and mm-hmm. it's sometimes you know obviously you know one out of ten times or whatever it's like oh shit this guy is mentally ill but also hilarious because it's either you yeah. know it's either like they are legitimately and amb- like have no idea about their mental insanity or they're just you know naturally talented but yeah. those other nine times when they're treating it like a therapy session oh boy it's fun. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I've seen that's like, that's the toughest part for me at open mics is like, there's the comedians that know how to make it funny and the comedians that don't. And mm-hmm. it gets so awkward. And mm-hmm. especially like certain open mics are a lot newer comedians and mm-hmm. like the laughs unlimited one that's like half and half. So half of them, you're just like, this is somebody this is their second time ever doing comedy. Really? I didn't even know they did that. I thought it was yeah. like, like, I thought it was like me amateur. Like you did comedy for a year or two amateur. There's so many people like the real people that are just like, Oh, a friend told me I should try it. 
they find comedy clubs and do open mics there versus like you or me that like oh what's a bar show hey what's an open like a regular open mic like that's true i want to i want to start working in comedy how do i do that you Mm -hmm. go to other shows but Yeah. yeah like every even in Reno, neither of the comedy clubs there had an open mic, mm-hmm. but people would be like, oh, I, I think I'm pretty funny. You should give me five minutes at your show next week. And like would just tell the club owner like, yeah, I'll bring 20 people. And then the club owner would be like, well, if you're bringing 20 people, okay, you got five I mean, minutes. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you like a, a, a recurring show if you always pack it. I don't care. Yeah. And that's so like here in Sacramento, it's different because it's like, oh, yeah, like there's a, a slight element of I can bring people so I get a spot but she also luckily puts like the pros up and like yeah. oh yeah you're working hard you can you can go up so that's like I've gotten lucky and just gone to hang out and she'll be like hey you want to do a couple minutes I'm like yes please. hell like, yeah this hell crowd yeah. this crowd is amazing and mm-hmm. that's how it's been lately like uh-huh. the last two open mics I went to there the crowds were full and energetic and i was like these are these are good yeah. crowds dude that was a great crowd at, at last yeah. last dude oh my god like yeah. i it was they, they really wanted to laugh and they were fucking great it was and i'm hoping that lasts for a while i know part of it is like we haven't been outside we've been watching netflix and mm-hmm. just laughing mm-hmm. on the inside like we want to laugh out loud but it's like I hope that lasts for a long time. I hope this is like the new boom after everything had to be shut down. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving it. I had one of my for best real. sets ever at, um, at laps, not, not the one prior. Be- yeah. The, the Thursday before, actually, I got to do a showcase show. Oh yeah. For, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wendy Lewis put together an amazing lineup. And then the people that she put on the lineup, we brought these really energetic, fun people. And it was literally like it, it was like a, a switch changed because they were so energetic and so into what I was saying that I was like, Oh, well, if you guys like that idea, here's my other idea. And it was like, I was just diving so deep because I was like, this is fun and they like it. They want more. Okay. I'll tell them more. Nice. And it's like, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to get them on your side, wanting to mm-hmm. hear your thoughts and then share all your thoughts. Because mm-hmm. like I, I started out the same way all of us do like, here's a one-liner, here's a disconnected joke from everything else. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now it's like, you get to a point where you have to like start connecting ideas and you have to create your world so that they know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now I'm comfortable with being like, Hey, I'm weird. Come on in. Like, mm-hmm. let's go for a ride together. Yeah. It's like, but and I'm it's, funny. It's Don't so worry. Fun. I'm funny and weird. Like it's, that's yeah. Good. I think 100% I agree with you. And I think it's to that point I was making earlier, like just I'm too, I'm too young as a comic for storytelling. Like no one gives a shit. No, I have no fans. Like no one's coming to like, just, (laughs) I mean, I I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be like shit on myself. I'm just trying to be honest. Like no one's going to a comedy show that isn't related to me or is not my friend. Yeah. Because, It'll happen the more you dive into who you are because they'll find that one thing. Like I had this person come up. I did a suicide joke recently and he came up. He's like suicide guy. And I was like, that was one joke. (laughs) Let's not call me suicide guy. Yeah. But he like related to that. He was wearing a Marvel t-shirt. I was like, oh, you like Marvel? And we just like went back and forth. I was like, that's a fan. That's somebody who now knows like, oh, Drew also has had depression. Drew also likes comic books. Let's go to more shows and see what else he has to talk about. So 
it comes naturally as you start to realize who you are and mm-hmm. start to show that on stage. People will be like, I'm drawn to that. I like that. I'm the same way. I mm-hmm. want to hear more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy how all my pedophile jokes work so well then. <laughs> it's weird. I, I think maybe we should the just people work. who relate. Yeah. It's, it's people like, you know what? That This guy, he's got the right idea. He's got the right idea. Like, the weirdest uh, one, I felt so bad. So I was born with a speech impediment mm-hmm. and I had to go to speech therapy for a few years. So mm-hmm. I was technically special ed. Like when I got my permanent record, there was a sheet that was like the state of California special ed request. And my mom had to fill out all this paperwork. So I talk about it on stage that like there's certain words I say funny or certain words I still can't say. And I was like, yeah, I have a speech impediment. And at intermission at the show in Reno, this guy came up, he's like, and he had a very, very pronounced speech impediment. And he mm-hmm. was like thanking me profusely for talking about it. And I was like, dude, like mine's not like that bad. Like I just sort of stutter a little bit sometimes. Like, I didn't understand, like, to him, it was so cool that I was doing public speaking. But, like, I felt bad because I was like, I feel like mine's, like, such a minor Mm -hmm. inconvenience. And, like, somebody like him, it was like, I can tell he struggles severely day to day. I'm like, but the fact that he related and it made him feel better because he was like, all my friends, they were, like, nudging me and, like, we were laughing together. I was like, wow, there's, like, power to it. But, yeah, Yeah. I was like, as long as I'm not being an asshole about it, like, I'm okay with it but i felt like an asshole because yeah i'm like yeah it would be like if somebody has bad sight and then somebody who's blind is like oh thanks for talking about not being able to see things you're like yeah. oh i can see things yeah no you it's, can't it's yeah it's kind of like it's there's probably a better description it's almost like imposter syndrome where like it's yeah like, i don't feel like i belong in your yeah. group at least for for that particular facet of like i don't deserve your level of like sympathy or like yeah i don't I, I don't deserve like i don't don't deserve like i haven't gone through the shit like you have for whatever exactly x x condition yeah i get that yeah i get that like I, if he had if he had gone on stage and performed i would be impressed like good for him that's an accomplishment but me like i'm like i feel like it's not an accomplishment and so that's why i think yeah a little bit imposter syndrome because i'm like so what? I have a little bit of a stutter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. bad. I say words weird. People can mostly understand me. Like mm-hmm. it's fine. I'm like, if he had done it, I'm like, that's an accomplishment. Like, I don't know. It was just, yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Like sympathy. Totally. Like I'm like, yeah, dude, like you get up there, you'll get over it too. Cause I had to train myself like mm-hmm. speech and debate in high school, had to just keep doing it and get better and better. And the stutter is usually gone, but there's some, shows i do where i'll try to say a punchline and just completely stutter over it and i'm like cool that's gone like can't go back can't yeah i can't do it now because like yeah I, i'm that way with i i forget the sequence but it's a certain certain sequences mm-hmm. of of syllables or or like sounds i can't it's like going from like a p to a r sound well that's yep. actually that's pretty easy pro but something to that effect where it's like I, that was really bad when I was like learning how to speak Spanish at least, or at least like in school. Cause it's yeah. very, it's, it's like, you have to like literally, and this is Spanish. It's not a hard language to learn relative to learning English. Like it's not, they're both like ro- romantic based languages. Yep. They both have similar alphabets, give or take yep. a few characters. Yeah. Um, but like, it's not like you're learning Mandarin. So but yeah. having like just just with Spanish, like the the a bit the amount of having to like rearrange your actual throat 
Like yeah. the, I, I forget. I think it's probably just speech pathology or something like that, where they actually mm-hmm. like study like the you have to close your throat and like yep. da, da da da. Like I never thought about closing your throat. Like, cause there's a whole, this is another tangent, yeah. but like, dude, Korean, like they have a whole subsection of their alphabet where it's just like, you say that sound, but it's, this is obviously a bastardization, but like yeah. in like the Korean 101 that I learned, like it was basically the same letter. Like you have a G and then you have like mm-hmm. a G, but your throat's a little bit more closed. So it's like, ga, 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 ga. Like, it's like, That's... it's weird. Like, I, something like that. So, like, I, I never even thought about this kind of shit. Like, the, mm-hmm. the type of stuff that you have to go through. What am I trying to go? Oh, there we go with speech. There we go with yeah. the stutter. I'm like, where am I going mm-hmm. with this? But, yes, like, the level of, like, training that I, because I, I had a little bit of a stutter, too, and I have, like, mumble mouth that I have, I have to enunciate. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to enunciate properly because a yeah. lot of times it's, uh, like, my mouth, mm-hmm. my tongue just kind of stays, like, in the middle it never like touches the top or the bottom it just kind of like yeah <laughs> i'm not sure like that was i'm sure for those listening i i just did probably like the best visual metaphor there ever is and ever will be for like the tongue and your mouth okay tongue placement while yeah. talking oh yeah, yeah i was completely uh, I, I i hope that we save this for future generations because the people <laughs> that are listening to this were robbed robbed of that visual metaphor that i just gave them definitely but, I mean, I yeah, guess. there's there's weird sounds out there. Like I had a joke. The punchline was basically like beanbag chair could not say it like nine out of ten times could not say it. And mm-hmm. I just I mm-hmm. quit telling the joke. I don't even know the setup anymore. I just remember like any alliteration, which alliteration is so good in comedy. Like it's so funny People to have it. that same letter. People love it. But, but for whatever reason, that's what trips me up the most if, is if like. I have the two same letters back to back. So beanbag chair was always like bean cag chair. Like I would always you like flip BCC, them or something. Yeah, like, yep, yep, yep. Or just completely like the B would just get stuck and I'd be like beanbag chair. Beanbag. Like why? Beanbag chair. Beanbag. Like it's like you're like it's like a three year old trying to like say yellow, but not like yellow. Yeah. So I there's and then there's. The word like in ordinal numbers between fifth and seventh, I can't say that word still. Like it comes out weird. Like to me, I hear it way worse. Like people get what I'm trying to say, but I can't fully say it. Cause like TH was the sound, like literally could not do TH sound. Like it wasn't three, it was free, like fief, like everything was F. I'm embarrassed of how long it took me to figure out you were thinking saying the word six. Like I, yeah, was, I, yeah, I was six, like fifth, th, seventh, wait, yeah. F- yeah, oh numbers, okay, yeah numbers, See, yeah. So it, that that word I still say weird. Like I can't say it perfectly right. Like my wife was like, just say six and then do the th sound later, and mm-hmm. people will know that it belongs together. So it's like six. Yeah, that's oh, how I say it now. Like yeah, I you're not alone in that because like you like that is. The little that I know about like learning English as a foreign, as a second language, that is mm-hmm. the number one thing that's hard for like a lot of other people to, to learn, like to speak another language is the is the consonant, consonant, consonant. Like yeah. I was listening to this guy this morning and he was talking about I don't know, but he said the word masks. Oh, like that is like there's no extra yeah. vowels in there to help out. Yeah, like if you were if you were like uh, like native Korean, you didn't speak any English at all, you would pronounce that massacre, massacre. 
So it's yeah. like all it's like half of massacre. Like, cause you can't, yeah. there's no, you're not, you can't do, so like the, the consonant, consonant, consonant is crazy. Like, I don't, I, I legitimately, uh, like if you're listening to this and you have any authority over, you know, changing the business language rules, don't, <laughs> no one needs to learn English anymore. Okay. No. Uh, this has been the theme of the show. You know, p- listeners, <laughs> listeners of the show will know, you're going to know what exact Certain Communist Party, I'm going to be giving a shout out to, but I think we should all be learning Mandarin for business. Okay, yep. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm just saying this right now. I I think that the CCP knows best for all of us because <laughs> because look what they've done. Look what they've done with that land over there. They united. They united the Han Chinese, the Tibetans, the the people of Inner Mongolia. I think the is it Manchu? Is that how you say someone from who's from Manchuria? I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, uh, or the uh, Denzel Washington, the Manjurian candidate, you know, like yeah. he's, it's crazy how Denzel Washington's Chinese. It's crazy. I never yeah. realized that. <laughs> it's crazy. Look, this is why, like, you know, I don't see race. I see Denzel Washington. But- I also love Denzel Washington. I'm trying to work on a joke. I, I, I just always love bringing it back to comedy. Like, so I do comedy because my brother passed away from cancer yeah. and it was like, he had like a bucket list and one of the things was like a poker tournament mm-hmm. and we did a mm-hmm. poker tournament and our buddy was like, I have to leave early. I'm going all in. I, I got to go to a comedy show I'm in. And we we're like, let's do comedy. So like because of him, I do comedy. But the last movie, because he, he was in hospice care at home and he was mm-hmm. laying in bed and mm-hmm. we just watched movies together. Mm-hmm. The last movie that I watched while he was like before he died was Denzel Washington in Book of Eli. And so every time somebody says Denzel, like I should be thinking training day, I should be thinking, you know, anything else. I was, I'm not lying to you, dude. Like I thought like, damn man, like he's, I can't believe he's about to be say training day. Like like, a man on fire. Like (laughs) Like something. Yeah. I'm like anything, but yeah. So book of Eli, like he died in the middle of that movie. I'm like, Oh "Oh my God. So that movie sticks with me to this day. And so it's like, I'm trying to write a bit about it. It's just so hard, but I know once I find it, it's going to be so good. But yeah, like, thank yeah. God it was Book of Eli because there's no lines from Book of Eli that anybody says on a day-to-day basis. Like, yeah. If it was oh training day, I couldn't hear half the stuff. I, I can't. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine. Like, I'm not, I'm trying my best not to riff <laughs> on such a, <laughs> I'm, it's, it's, but like, I can't imagine just that you just like, oh God, I can never hear the word, the yeah. phrase King Kong ain't got shit on me. I right, can't, exactly, I can't hear that yeah. phrase anymore. And it's just, you know, I break down. Like I can't yeah, imagine. Angel dust. Like, yeah. <laughs> angel dust. dust. PCP. <laughs> and also like that, uh, Dave Chappelle and Wayne Brady sketch. Like that. Oh my God. Yeah. That thing, like the whole training day parody with Wayne oh Brady. My. And it's like, Oh, I didn't know you get wet, Dave. What do you mean, Wayne? He's like, you PCP. And it's just that whole angel thing. Dust. Like, I love Training Day. I love that sketch. I wouldn't be able to watch those. But it's like Book of Eli. It's like, oh, he was blind the whole time and the Bible's in Braille. Cool. Awesome. Sorry for the spoiler alert. Yeah. Wait. Shit. You fucking for real? Like, I didn't. I was just about to watch that. No, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. People always say, yeah, I was just about to watch it. It came out in like 2005 or six. Yeah. I I remember it being like advertised. It's been a while. Yeah. Like, it was. I mean, Denzel was Denzel. He kicked some ass, like, mm-hmm. in a cool way. But it's like a post-apocalyptic world where the only technology that works is old technology, which I never understood. Like, oh, yeah, the the phonograph still works, the phonograph. but the cars are all out of order. It's like, yeah. how does that? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's he weird. Goes around, yeah. yeah, I see that in, like, the... 
other other like TV shows and they'll do that sometimes to, like a wacky extent. Like yeah. I think like Arthur, like that TV show Arthur, they do that where it's mm-hmm. like everyone has like you know new age like weapons and shit like that but they all use like the black and white or the black and green computer stuff like that yeah which i guess it's i actually do kind of like that because it's like you know, it's wacky wacky but yeah yeah it's weird when yeah every post-apocalyptic movie like mad max has like oh yeah all these things but we don't have anything like that actually exists in this year right now so mm-hmm. it's like what what's gonna stay when the world ends like when this when this Chinese rocket crash lands to the planet and blows everything up. Mm-hmm. I think what, you mean provide, I think you mean provides liberation to, to the American <laughs> yeah. people, but let's just, you know, let's just move on. Let's move on. Right. Have you, have you heard about that? Like how crazy is that? It's just going to fall out of the sky. And like, I don't, I know most of them break apart and it's like, it falls all over, but like, what if it just full solid just crashes into a city? Like, are we prepared for that? Like, Look, the, I, all I'm going to say is that through the strength and the tenacity and the ferocity and the, the fierce loyalty to their country that Chinese people have <laughs> in the CCP, that, that propelled them to defy physics, defy the laws of physics. Yeah. And that rocket, you know, it went from outer space into the out from the outer space into the atmosphere, through the ozone layer, all that, nothing, not a scratch. Boom, blows up San Francisco. Um, no, I'm hoping it hits themselves. Like, remember yeah. that like chicken game where you like shoot an arrow into the sky oh, yeah. and like see who runs away quickest. Like, I want it to be that situation where they're like, ha ha ha, it's we, like, we couldn't have done anything. Oh, the CCP that like they haven't heard of Acme, so they're just like, let's yeah. let's buy this, let's buy this rocket from Acme and Acme company. Yeah. And it just turns, exactly. it's, it's just like a CCP <laughs> Wiley cartoon, Wiley Coyote yeah. cartoon. And you just hear like, oh my god, I'm already thinking now. You already have like the. Oh, what's that? What's that song that you when you think of a cartoon factory? You know what the song I'm talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. You just think of yeah. things on a conveyor belt going into boxes. I'm just imagining yeah. that of like Xi Jinping <laughs> and like, good, yes, this will, this will liberate all the Americans. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Xi Jinping, my homie, number one. <laughs> also. It's so funny. I just, the way you said like, oh yeah. And it hit San Francisco. Do you remember when like four or five years ago, they were like, North Korea is going to bomb San Francisco. Like that's what they're aiming to do. I'm like, why would you aim for the tiny little tip of the bay right there? Like right. you're going to mess. Like, right. why would you? We all, know like, we all know they're aiming for Oakland. They're just like, uh, yeah, we all wipe know. It off. That's fine. It's, it's look, San Francisco, look, they're going to be gone too, but don't aim for San Francisco. Cause you're going right. to end up, you're, you're going to miss. You're gonna miss and you're land gonna, in the ocean, yeah. and you're gonna make fucking kaiju. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and I know exactly. you're Chinese and not Japanese, <laughs> but that's how you make kaiju or yeah. whatever it is in Mandarin. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it's, funny. It's that's how you get Godzilla. Yeah. Or as I, a, yeah. I I haven't watched the latest Godzilla, the what is it Kong versus Godzilla? Oh God, but yeah. I, I just got somebody's HBO Max login, so nice. I'm gonna watch it soon because I'm like. Nice. Those movies, like, I don't get them. They're not my favorites, but it's, like, so good to just throw it on and have something stupid and easy oh, totally. to just, like, oh, destruction and violence, mm-hmm. whatever. They're like, fun. fun. They're fun yeah. movies. They're not supposed to be, like, oh, wow. Like, I, I left the theater. I'm like, wow, what was Godzilla trying to teach me? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's no. I, I, what, I wonder if there's anybody like watching Fast and the Furious movies, just like analyzing it for depth of character. Dude, and there stuff, totally just... is. By the way, there cool. totally is. Because I actually, I watched this, there's a YouTube channel I'm watching a lot recently. Um, uh -huh. Infowars. No, it's called, um, <laughs> it, it's called, um, so you knew it was a bad joke because they're not even on YouTube. But anyway, um, what's it called? Wise Crack. Okay. And uh, it's 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 basically it was it's a bunch of fucking philosophy majors that started a a YouTube channel. It's, they just kind of okay. like take like, you know, is one of the segments they have is this deep or dumb, and like it, it, and it's and it's Fast and Furious one of them, and it's oh, no. and they give it no they give it the deep they give it deep. So it's like okay, and I because dude, I mean come on, it's pretty. I have the standard hack opinion, like Fast and Furious is stupid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, because it kind of is. But it's, I, I forgot what the rationale they use for it. But, um, it, I mean, you know, it's that there's fun. Like, you, the, not, not everything has to be deep. Like, I, maybe I just yeah. want to watch Ronda Rousey beat somebody up in Dubai. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I for, mean, yeah. For that, it's good. I stopped watching after number two. Like number one was actually, I would say number one was good. Like it had like the classic. Like, just Drew, just admit because we all know what yeah. the third one was. Just admit that you didn't want to watch the third one because they're Japanese. Was it Tokyo Drift? Yeah, yeah look, I, don't, I didn't look, even remember. Look, just just say you're racist, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yep. I yes, it was number three. Yeah, I watched even the second one. I was like, oh, it's starting to not be like the oh, who's a cop, who's not, like who's undercover. It was just like now it's just. Ass yeah, and all cars. yeah and i was like uh i'm not into this one but yeah number one had like the classic like some of the twists and turns like not the departed but mm -hmm. still yeah. like oh what's how are they gonna turn out when are they gonna turn each other in like yeah i i think that would actually i mean it probably would make it a terrible movie like if it was fast and furious but then also try to give it like the departed layers yeah. i think it would probably turn to a really bad movie but i would just love it if there's just you know it's typical Fast and Furious. It's just cars and tits everywhere. But then mm -hmm. also it's like, oh, shit, who is the rat? Like, and they just have yeah. like, <laughs> like Jack Nicholson's coming in. It's like, no, it's ludicrous. And it's like, no, yeah. man, it's whatever that one girl's name who's like in every. Who's that one actress where she's like, oh, you need a chuff chick? Oh, I'll be that. I'll be yeah. her. I Michelle forget. Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Yes, there we go. Yes. Like if the script she's... calls for a tough bitch, it's Michelle Rodriguez. Every time. Every yep. single time every time God. she's she's great at it though like, oh that's yeah the thing. once you get typecast it's like we can all see that and then there's some people that are just so good at it it's yeah. like yeah if she tried some anything else i don't know if i would want to watch it no I, I don't think i could watch her like you know oh no how do i come out to my parents like i don't want to like, yeah. <laughs> i don't want to watch that movie yeah. it doesn't really sound yeah. like are you gonna fight him because i yeah, wouldn't exactly. watch that movie where it's like oh you don't like it that i'm gay she just yeah. beats the shit out of her <laughs> parents I, I would watch that movie actually yeah that one would be awesome yeah man haters gonna fade or something like that like it's fade on sight or something yeah, i don't know like something yeah, out of the closet and into the ring, like Ooh, something like that. Like, I like. That. I would watch that. Yeah, her like beating that. the shit out of like homophobes. Like, yeah, that would be great. I like that. I like that. But I think, and then I, the, se the there, sequel. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was uh, no, I was gonna say like, there's certain people. I, I can't remember who it was. That's like so typecast, and then they did something else recently, and I was like, wow, they're really, really good. Not in what they were doing for so long, and it's like, how unfair is it to them that for so long? We only let them do that. First person that comes to mind when I think that is, um, what's his name? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. Because like he's, 
you know, super bad. Still, in my opinion, is like, well, it is like one of my favorite movies just because it was it's like it came movie, out. Yeah. It's a great movie, one, and perfect it came timing. out perfect timing. It was the summer that I graduated high school. Yep. Like it was, it was the perfect timing to be, and it was you know, it, 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 it. Uh, I was able to relate to it because I was doing the exact yeah. same shit, like getting mm-hmm. trouble at parties, like drinking out of things that shouldn't be drinking out of, like buying mm-hmm. alcohol at, at underage. But, um, I think what, what I think then because uh, he was just the the fat friend until like Moneyball, right? Yeah. I mean, every movie, yeah, it was just like, ha, 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 he's, yeah. he's fat. Yeah. He's fat and weird, because it was like, what was that one movie with them? Uh, he was like a wiener. He was like in a hot dog suit. Oh, accepted. Uh, accepted, Accepted. Yeah. I think that was like his first one. And then he did yeah. like a recurring of like, oh, he's fat, and he's the friend, and he's like, um, you know, what's he going to learn? Is, yeah. is the girl going to kiss him? Ah. Yeah everything he was just yeah he was just used for comedic effect and then yeah he had some of those like Moneyball and what he was in wolf of wall street yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did yeah. really well in that one and it's like oh yeah he's like he still has the humor to mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. but it's not that like it he actually has the chops he can mm-hmm. he can make a scene work so uh, but yeah. but also to on, on the in the inverse like he's one of those people where i've seen a lot of or at least headlines of uh, mm-hmm. like you know jonah hill flips out on on whatever because i get it like and i'm not even like uh paparazzi cause that's easy because mm-hmm. they're fucking popping yeah. out of your bushes the worst but i yeah. mean like in an interview because in, in his defense there's dude i didn't realize like how many quote professional people are so mm-hmm. fucking stupid like yeah so dumb like i oh. remember i seeing i saw one it was like a i don't know why i was watching this i think i have way too much free time but i was watching this video uh, and it had Jonah Hill. One, it was an interview with him. I don't know what movie, but um, the the reporter basically asked, like, it was like, so are you tired of being the fat friend? Like, do you think you still think the fat person? Like, it was like, in one question, he called him fat like three times, and, uh, and the look on his face, it, it goes from like, what, really? Yeah, this motherfucker. Like, it was. It went from mm-hmm. like, oh man, because I, I, I can't just. I, I obviously I can relate because look, I've been fat my whole life, but like I've been able to take, I could take, you know, a fucking fat joke. However, yeah. there are some very specific situations. And I think it's in that case, that specific case. Cause I did a, mm-hmm. I did a story about this on a previous episode of the podcast, but basically to condense it, I was in China. And of course there's very vastly different levels of like, um, what's socially acceptable to say in conversation and like in america you don't just like you're basically strangers like god damn you're fat like you don't just do that in america at least typically in american culture it just kind of western culture maybe even yeah um but like we were in this car like he was like showing us around the city stuff like that and it was with me and my buddy who we went it was just for work and he which is showing us around and we're talking about like basketball or something, something really nothing related. And he just like, looks at me. He's like, Spencer, why are you so fat? And like, and then just start talking and like looking back on it is fucking hilarious. But like in the moment, like I was just, I was so like the indecency (laughs) of that man. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like, and I think it's like when they don't realize like, I think it's like you know you just don't realize like maybe I shouldn't be asking this question. I think yeah. that was when it's like, oh my god, what are you doing? That's when it pissed me off. I think, how dare you not realize? Yeah, how dare you? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. 
No, I, I've seen some really bad interviews because it's like they have to interview with every small little website mm-hmm. and every small mm-hmm. newspaper. Mm-hmm. And it's like the questions they get asked. I get it. Like where it's like, oh, look, this person snapped on a reporter. I'm like, show the entire interview because watch how it was just dumb question after dumb question. And it's like, yeah, I would snap too. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long I could be famous for like movie star no. famous because that would just happen. Like I can't. Of course, you know, a, a couple of, like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I'm very good yeah. at that. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, I spent like the first 10 years of my professional, like after college career of like doing the business thing of like, you know, schmoozing with people and like, Hey, you want to yeah. be friends and buy my fucking elevator or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dude, by the way, selling elevators is really weird. I've never had to sell. It's yeah. I. That's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I, how do you even do that? Like, hey, you don't have an elevator, but you have space. Oh, like, it's like, hey, build one. Well, I think usually what I do is I find out people that are fatter than me. Like, hey, man, you're gonna walk up all those fucking fa- stairs. Oh, so you're talking like people? I thought you walked into a business like a McDonald's. You're like, it actually is that. No, lobby. I was just doing a bad bit, but that it really is that. Like, it was BTB. It was business to business. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, it would be like we would have like elevator contractors. Oh, and by the way, these are all Latin American people. These are all Latin American contractors. I never sold any okay. fucking elevator to americans because we made elevators that like didn't mm-hmm. comply because it's really fucking expensive to install and, and bank an elevator in america because yeah. it's because i guess the people that you know make the regulations they saw die hard too many times and they think like the level of safety you have to be in an american elevator so you listening mm-hmm. and you too drew Never, dude, you have no idea how fucking safe you are. You were literally more likely to die in a 9-11 part two in that fucking then, elevator shaft than have that elevator fall. That's, like, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I went to, Aurora and I went to a, like a hotel, like rooftop bar in Monterey. And we knew it was going to be bad because we called ahead. It was like Valentine's Day weekend this year. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, do we need reservations? I know it's limited seating everywhere. They're like, no, it's never really busy. And we're like, great, cool. Let's still go. Like not thinking, okay, that should be a number one sign. Like we're never busy. Like you're probably not good. We get there and the lady, we're like, hey, we're looking for the rooftop bar. She's like, yeah, you can take the, the stairs over there up to the fifth floor. And we're like, okay. She's like, or you can take the elevator. But the way she said it and said it second, we were like, what, what? Like what? Nobody ever says go with the stairs all the way to the roof. Like that's not, yeah. but we got in the elevator and the elevator, it took three minutes oh, no. to get to the fifth floor. And I think it just stopped a few times. Like it literally was making weird noises. The lights were flickering. I was like, this is where we die. That's oh, why shit. she was telling us not to. Yeah. Damn. And that's all to, to your point. Just take the fucking stairs anyway, if you're listening. Yeah. The elevators, they will kill you, but not the actual elevator, just the people inside yeah. of it. Yep. And we, yeah, we were sitting there, we were like, this is the worst elevator of all time. We're like, are we just stuck? And our cell service wasn't working inside the elevator. So we're like, yep, we're going to die. Yeah. We are going to die right here. Oh, we're totally going to die. And I'd like mm-hmm. to apologize for people that are listening. I am sponsored by the American Elevator by Association. Otis. I'm spo- <laughs> not just, I mean, Otis is the main proprietary or the main sponsor. You know, donor of the organization, but of course, you know, as just you know, think of it, it's like an America to the NATO type of relationship. Like we foot the gotcha. bill, you know, Otis, you know, they're they're kind of in charge. But anyway, I, I would like to apologize for those <laughs> who are people that are listening. This podcast, it, you know, we do receive monetary sponsorship from multinational elevator companies. Um, 
you should all take the elevator. I speci- I I love the Gen Two living style from Otis. Are you tired of being obese? Can't help you there. However, we can help you get to your basement so you can die in peace. Also, there should be elevators that charge per button press, 100%. and then we should all we should all hit every button every time. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think that's. That's a new like that's a new like like a payment model we could use. I think that would be great. Yeah, I I've lately because I've been traveling a little bit more lately for comedy, and we've been staying in hotels. And it's like, oh, if there's other people waiting to get on the elevator, do you let them on, or are you doing like COVID? Like everybody's different. And mm-hmm. it was there was one we were like thirteenth floor, not thirteenth, like fourteenth floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like four minutes waiting and it was me and then there was a couple of people and the elevator came and they got on they're like you want to join us i was like no 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 it's fine like covid like we can't separate and then it took another four minutes before another elevator came my direction i was like i should have just done it like i'll just i'll I'll die i don't care yeah now i'm like it's gonna be a 10 second ride like I'm over it, but I know, yeah, certain places are like, you're only allowed to be with people that you're staying with on the elevator. I'm like, no, who cares? Yeah. Let's I'm over start it. Start touching strangers, you know, yeah. kissing them. You know, Kiss, c- yeah. Yeah. Just, hey, just, just pecks on the cheek. Nothing, nothing too, nothing too risque. Like, I, no mouth to mouth. Like, that's how you pass it. Yeah. That's, this is yeah. a, this is a modest country we live in. We're not, we're <laughs> exactly. not here to, you know, encourage pornography. Yeah. No. Oh, gross. Not at all. Terrible. So you, you sold elevators. That's like, you got to talk about that on stage. There's so many to start with. There's so many puns. There's yeah. so many one-liners. And then also, I'm just curious. As soon as somebody says, oh, I used to sell elevators for a living. You're like, what? How do you even do that? What? Yeah, there's so much to the, that. I had, I you know, again, this is all in the realm of, keep in mind, these are baby comic jokes. But yeah. like, I had a joke like, because uh, people would legitimately always ask, um, after I say like I work for an elevator company, it would be like um, they would always. Sorry, no, they wouldn't ask. They would always make the same stupid hack joke. It's Ooh. like, oh, I bet the market's up and down a lot, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like it's people think they're so fucking funny. Yep. Like, and you know, it, I'm an open mic comedian. I am funny. Okay, yeah, I am the of pinnacle course. of funny. There's of nothing funnier than a 31 year old man who decided two and a half ish years ago like i should do some comedy yeah yeah oh man how did like how i don't know like how the majority of people like get into comedy like i know everyone has like their specific their 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 moment but like do you think it's just i don't know dude because like i just went to what is it i just went to one of the comedy spot open mics and i was like let's just try this out yeah and, I, and yeah. yeah, for you, what was it? Did were you always the funny guy? Was, were you always I, the secret funny guy? Like, I was always the funny guy, the weird yeah. funny guy, but yep. the funny guy. Um, I could always hold court, like I could always, you know, command a mm-hmm. room if yeah. I could do it well. Um, mm-hmm. um, then the people would always like, you should do comedy, blah blah blah, and like, you know, of course, like I thank yeah. you, I guess. And then yeah. I think I forgot. Oh, I forgot, dude. This is like. So many other people, like you and other people, they have like mm-hmm. much more like 
emotionally um um i don't know legitimate or like more profound yeah. emotion more profound reasons for starting comedy like you and your yeah. brother like that's a, that, that, mm-hmm. that's a whole like interesting there, there, there's like there's nuance to it and it's just like i got a speeding ticket like that <laughs> that was what happened like i got a really expensive speeding ticket and i had like i just had like sort of bawling my eyes out an existential existential crisis like i'm wasting my fucking life <laughs> and then i i don't know what from that like let's go do comedy yeah like, i don't know there's some yeah some snap like if i'm gonna die getting speeding tickets might as well die making people laugh yeah too. right it's, something yeah I, I i don't get it i guess but then again we're comedians we're there's not really much logic to why we're doing this yeah. I mean, well, since you're overweight, it was probably just a midlife crisis. Probably. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, totally. 100%. Dude, totally. <laughs> I hit that point because I'm 30 now. Like, I look in the mirror. I'm like, I'm not getting better looking. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm working out mostly just to try not to be fat and Stem ugly. Stem the tide. Like, I want to be, yeah. I'm like, I'll be ugly, but really in shape where people are like, I want to see his abs, but not his face. Like, that's yeah. what I'm shooting for. Take, take your shirt off halfway. It's like, yeah, exactly. just kind of bring it up, up over your head. Let me see your abs, but just leave it over your head. Let's, yeah. Let's... I'm like, that's where I'm at now. I'm like, I'm, I'm probably not going to live that long. Like all my family, very unhealthy people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I... My dad, I hadn't seen my dad. So I, I grew up with my single mom mm-hmm. and I had seen my dad from time to time, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen him in a few years. I did a show in the Bay area where he lives like two or three years ago. And he's like, Hey, just need to let you know. Your grandma has it. I have it. Your aunt has it. We all have neuropathy. And I was like, we sleep with dead people? Like, what? <laughs> like, I like, when I first thought, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, what? I was like, no, it's the one where you fall asleep. I was like, oh, narcolepsy. Like, I was like, no. He's like, no, no, no. Like, you're going to – you have bad circulation. Like, you're, you're going to have high blood pressure like me because he's had some mini strokes and stuff like that. He's like, you're going to have high blood pressure – you're not going to be able to feel your fingers or your toes and you're going to get tingling pains all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus what? Christ. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm like terrified. I'm like, well, did any of you guys work out or do anything to take care of it? He's like, no, we're all terrible people. Like basically. I mean, I started smoking like, parliament lights. Yeah, exactly. My dad's like, I stopped smoking. I'm like, yeah, but you drink a six pack within the first 30 minutes of being home after work. Like you're not taking care of your body. Yeah. Like, at all so like that's the other part i'm like if i don't run and take care of my body i'm gonna ride away because i already know like sometimes i get like my fingers and toes get cold quicker i'm like yep my circulation's poor and i'm 30 yeah it's only going downhill from here i get that man mortality is a fucking bitch Uh, i you know what i i I know i've been doing a lot lately i've been i've been i've been ending the show on themes of death or like mortality So I think, what a better oh, time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to die. So laugh a lot. Spread the joy as quick and as much as you can. And comedy is the best way to do that. Live, laugh, die. Yeah. Okay. That's, I want that bumper sticker. Oh, man. I think that'd be great. I want those like nihilistic Karens who like, they're yep. just like openly racist, but they realize that there's nothing, there's nothing waiting for us. No, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. why are you being a good person? Yeah, like, don't, don't worry. She's still racist, though. She's still racist. Yeah, so. good. I we need that. We need more of that. I don't want too. I don't want too big of a change. You know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
Small, small baby steps exactly, to, the, to the right exactly, change. Yep. Exactly. You know, it's we're still at hate the sin, love the sinner moment. We're not, we're not past that yet. We don't, we're not like yeah. full on acceptance. So let's just let's pump the brakes, <laughs> pump the brakes, and get out your phone because there's some black people having a barbecue. Okay. Okay. Good job, Karen. Go. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Um, Drew, people listening to this, I already know they're thinking that you're hilarious. Where can they find you? Uh, so Instagram is going to be the best place. It's Drew Schaefer Comedy, and Schaefer is spelled like Safer with an H, no extra letters, short and sweet. Drew Schaefer Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, um, and then Facebook. You can just find me, Drew Schaefer. I mostly post stuff on Instagram, so that's probably the best place to, to add me and follow me. All right, check it. Check the episode description for the links and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Hey, if you're listening right now, tell your friend. Like, there's there's this person. He's got a podcast. I don't really know. He makes a, a little bit too many pedophile suicide jokes for my taste. <laughs> However, he's got some great guests on. And I think I think you should check it out. It's called Tangents. <laughs> So tell yeah, your friends. Yeah, tell everybody. Tell your yeah. friends about this hilarious pedophile. That wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Never mind. Just tell your friends about a podcast you listen to. Let's just go with yeah, that. Just start with there. That. Yeah. Let's just start with that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Drew. I appreciate you, man, for coming on. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was fun. That definitely, man. All right. Check it. Check it. Baseball fever. Catch it. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>